0: A great Wednesday morning, fellow listeners and podcasters. On this 21st of July, 2021, we're going to dive into one specific topic brought to us by three good friends of mine, Mr. Tim Linton, Ms. Stephanie Guthrie, and Ms. Alita Honnablu. Guys, great work as always, and thank you for bringing this to the table uh, for us. Again, great collaboration. We learn a lot from our fellow listeners and podcasters out there. Uh, It is just just shy of 1 a.m., here Wednesday morning here in uh, Spokane, Washington. I uh, couldn't sleep and, uh, you know, what do you do when you can't sleep? Of course, you record record a podcast, right? The topic for today's episode is the art of persuasion. How many of us have had the issue of getting our teams to do something we needed them to do? However, you know, that task was not even remotely glamorous, right? How do you get people to take a big old bite of that shit sandwich and ask for seconds. Let's let's put it in real talk, right? Uh, that's exactly what we'll discuss in today's episode. Just so sit back, open your ears, hearts, and minds, and let's all shut Mike. mic. All right. So the the the, the uh, topic of today is obviously um, the art of persuasion, getting people or a team to do what you need them to do and and be accepting of it. So again, guys, um, you know. Uh, I I do a lot of research on the Internet and kind of try to find uh, the best article or articles that are going to bring us the topics of, um, you know, the topics of relevancy. Um, Forbes is a really good uh, resource for me. Again, I, I don't I don't get paid by them or. Uh, this is not a plug for them. This is basically, I'm just telling you what my resources are. Uh, and there was this one specific article by Mr. Jason Nazar, and it is entitled The 21 Principles of Persuasion, again, out of Forbes magazine. Um, I always give you, you know, it's just like citing citing your work at the end of a paper. Uh, I don't, you know, anything that's not my own, I'm going to tell you it's not my own. Um, I just like to bring it to you, collaborate, talk, break it down. And hopefully you, you you find some use out of it, okay? So let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, how is it that certain people are so incredibly persuasive, right? Like they have that power. Uh, can we all harness those skills? Can we, really? After studying the most influ- uh, influential political, social businesses and religious leaders and trying countless tex- uh, techniques out, Jason Nazar brings us 21 critical lessons that he's identified to persuading people. This is an overview from a talk that he's been giving to thousands of entrepreneurs and leaders for a few years now on how to persuade people. Okay, so 21 subtopics of, of this topic that we're, that we're going to discuss. Uh, that's why I only chose uh, the one topic for today because it's a little lengthy. So hang in there. We're, we're going we're gonna to break this down and we're going try to try to get through this, Okay. So he breaks it into a couple of chunks. The first chunk uh, is the basics. Number one, persuasion is not manipulation. Manipulation is a bad term, right? Manipulation is coercion through force to get someone to do something that is not in their own interest. Persuasion, however, it is the art of getting people to do things that are in their own best interest that also benefit you. I mean, just think about that. It's the art of getting people to do things that are in their own best interests, but also benefit you. Sounds like sounds like being a leader, right? Um, we all need people to do things, and uh, you know, you want to persuade versus manipulate. Okay, number two, persuade the persuadable. Everyone can be persuaded given the right timing and context, but not necessarily in the short term. Political campaigns fo- focus their time and money on some, a small set of swing voters who decide elections. The first step of persuasion is always to identify those people at any given time that are persuadable to your point of view and focus your energy and intention on them. Okay. Number three, context and timing. The basic building blocks of persuasion are context and timing, guys. Context creates a relative standard of what's acceptable. For for example, um, the Stanford Prisoner uh, Experiment proved that overachieving students could be molded into dictatorial prison guards. Uh, Timing uh, dictates what we want from others in life. We choose to marry a different type of person than we date when we're younger because what we want changes. I think you could, that probably uh, fares true for just about anything. You know, as, as you get older, your wants, your needs, your interests, that changes over time. Okay. Right. Number four, you have to be interested in order to be persuaded. You can never persuade somebody who's not interested in what you're saying. We are all most interested in ourselves and spend most of our time thinking about either money, love or health. The first art of persuasion is learning how to consistently talk to people about them. If you do that if you do that then you'll always have their uh, captive attention. So that that last statement. The first art of persuasion is learning how to consistently talk to people about them. If you do that You'll always have their captive attention. What does that mean? Let I'm going to break down number four just for a few more seconds. So bear with me, okay? We talked in a couple of episodes uh, when I first started this podcast about don't don't um, go to your teammates with with metrics right off the bat. You know, you know, if uh, once the weekend passes, it's your Monday, whatever whatever Monday you uh, whatever day of the week is your Monday. Start out with hey. What did you What did you do this weekend? What you you know What did you and your family do? Did you try you know Did you try some new restaurant? Whatever it is, engage in that genuine connection conversation. Because guess what? Once once your team uh, knows that you generally care about their well being and that you're interested in, in what they do outside of work and their fam- and their families and stuff like that, it's gonna be easier to have their undivided attention. They're more apt to listen to you, if that makes sense. Okay, So now we get into the general rules category of of, of these 21 steps here. Um, Number five, reciprocity compels. When I do something for you, you feel compelled to do something for me. It is part of our evolutionary DNA to help each other out to survive as a species. More importantly, you can leverage reciprocity disproportionately in your favor by providing small gestures of consideration to others you can ask for more back in return which others will happily provide the, that's a little slippery so be very careful you never want to you would never want to do the tit for tat um, because that seems disingenuine but generally when you do somebody a favor um, we are we are compelled as a as a species just like he says no, that other person is going to want to do something for you. Uh, so that, that, that can be useful. Uh, number six, persistence pays. The person who is willing to keep asking for what they want and keeps demonstrating value is ultimately the most persuasive. The way that so many historical figures have ultimately persuaded masses of people is by staying persistent in their endeavors and message consistent in their endeavors and message okay consider abraham lincoln he lost his mother three sons a sister his girlfriend failed in business and lost 8 separate elections before he was elected president of the united states think about that the amount of personal tragedy that this that this person that this leader suffered before he was elected the most powerful men in the free world. Let's just call it what it is. Okay, um, most people would have probably quit after the first tragedy. He suffered several, and he stayed the course. That's why persistence pays off. Okay, number seven. Compliment sincerely. Just, just hear me out. Compliment sincerely. When we, when we are also positively affected by compliments. And we're more apt to trust people for whom we have good feelings. Try complimenting people sincerely and often for things they aren't typically complimented for. It's the easiest thing you can do and and just persuade others. Uh, It doesn't cost anything but a moment of thought. Guys, this is, it's not rocket science. You know, compliment compliment people on, on things that are a normal part of their job. You know, like... If 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 they they stacked a pallet correctly or two standard, if they loaded a if they loaded a truck correctly or too standard, pull that person aside and say, you know what, man, hey, I appreciate your hard work. You know this is a, this is a safe way to do things. Um, you know because you're doing things like this, it's efficient. No one's going to get hurt. Give them that attaboy. a boy. Give them that add a girl. You know you have to do that. And once they know you're sincere they're going to do a lot more for you and they're going to do a lot better for you, okay? Number eight, set expectations. Much of persuasion is managing others' expectations to trust your judgment. The CEO who promises a 20% increase in sales and delivers a 30% increase is rewarded, while the same CEO who promises 40% increase and delivers only 35% is punished. Persuasion is simply about understanding, and over-delivering on others' expectations. Number nine, don't assume. <laughs> Assuming makes an ass out of you and me, right? I mean, come on, that's an old saying. Do not assume. Don't ever assume what someone needs. Always offer your value. Uh, in sales, you know, we'll often hold back from offering our products and services because we assume others don't have the money or interest. Don't assume what others might want or not want, offer what you can, uh, you know, offer what you can provide and let, leave the choice up to them. It's a pretty simple concept. Leave the choice up to them because guess what? Uh, assuming you're more than likely you're going to, you're going to offend someone or a group of people and you know, you're, there's going to be a lack of trust there. They're the, the trusting you um uh, their viewpoint of view that's going to diminish. So that can be very, very damaging. I can tell you, I you know I've made that mistake in my in my career before. Is making an assumption when I didn't have the full facts. Yeah, I I had to do a lot of apologizing for that, and rightfully so because it's it's not not nice to assume. Okay, number ten, create scarcity. Besides the necessities to survive, almost everything has value on a relative scale. We want things because other people want these things. If you want somebody to want what you have, you have to make that object scarce, even if that object is yourself. Very, very strategic move here. Um, a commodity out there. If you want people to want it, make it scarce. Make it more desirable. Uh, that you know, even that that goes with yourself on the floor. Um, if you're, you know, you can't be ten places at once, so you have to prioritize, right? So just, just use that one. Use that one uh, with good judgment, okay? Number eleven, create urgency. You have to be able to instill a sense of urgency in people to want to act right away. If we're not motivated enough to want something right now, it's unlikely we'll find that motivation in the future. We have to persuade people in the present, and the urgency is. Our most valuable card to play. Guys, I can tell you, I'm, I'm an expert at creating creating urgency. Um, you know, it's, it, it's an art and something you have to learn. But there is a way to create a sense of urgency without panic. There is a way to create a sense of urgency without the damn building burning down. Okay, leaders, teammates, whoever's listening right now, you know what that is ever had a ever had a leader freak freak the hell out on you um, needlessly because they wanted something right here right now and it was going to be the you know the end of the world if not okay nine times out of ten it's not going to be the end of the world create that urgency however uh, create it with finesse okay all right number twelve images matter what we see is more um, more potent than what we hear all right. What we see is more potent than what we hear. It may be why pharma companies are now so forthcoming with, you know, the potentially horrible side effects of their drugs when set to a background of folks enjoying a sunset in Hawaii. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because, you know, that's that's like the thing on TV now. Um, Just miserable side effects, yet, you know, people are like chilling out and, you know, grilling on a beach somewhere. Uh, Perfect your first... Perfect your first impressions, okay? Master the ability to paint an image for others in their mind's eye of a future experience you can provide for them. Number 13, truth tell. Sometimes the most effective way to persuade somebody is by telling them the things about themselves that no one else is willing to say. We'll break this down a little further. Facing the hard truths are the most piercing, meaningful events that happen in our lives. Truth tell without judgment or agenda and you'll often find others' responses quite surprising, guys. Um, no, no one, no one likes to hear the hardcore truth. Uh, you know, I can't tell you how many times a leader has has pulled me aside and uh, you know gave me a gut punch that I really needed. But they were they were sincere. They were humble about it. Uh, they they didn't brutalize me. They just pointed out the facts. And they said, "Hey, you know, you kind of need to uh, you need to recalibrate yourself, reset yourself." And then, uh, then try again, you know, um, no one, no one wants to hear bad things about themselves. But sometimes, sometimes we need it. Sometimes we we need to be broken down a couple notches in order for us to, to kind of relook a problem set to, you know, because there's always somebody bigger, faster, stronger, or more intelligent than you are. That's just the way it goes. Okay. All right. So again, um, I'm going to read that one again. That, that's pretty important to me. Um, you know, and I know it's important to, to, to a lot of people listening right now. So sometimes the most effective way to persuade somebody is by telling them the, uh, the things about themselves that nobody else is willing to say. Sometimes you got you to gotta be raw. You got to be real with people. Uh, facing the hard truths are the most piercing, meaningful events that happen in our lives. Truth tell without judgment or agenda, and you'll often find others' responses quite surprising, okay? Number 14, another important one. Build rapport. Um, We like people who we are like, okay? We like people who we are like. Um, This extends beyond our conscious decisions uh, to our unconscious behaviors. Uh, By mirroring and matching others' habitual behaviors, uh, this includes body language, cadence, language, uh, patterns, etc., you can build a sense of rapport where people feel more comfortable with you and become more open to your suggestions. Building reports, all you know, it's part of that trust building, part of people getting comfortable with you. Part of, you know, it has a lot to do with loyalty um, in, 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 the, in the end, okay? All right, the next kind of cluster he goes into is personal skills. All right, number 15, behavioral flexibility. It's the person with the most flexibility, not necessarily the most power who is in control. Um, children are often so persuasive because they're willing to go through a litany of behaviors to get what they want. Parents, listen up, you, you guys, guys out there, you men and women that are parents, they pout, they cry, they, they bargain, they plead, they're charming. There's, there is just a mess of things that kiddos do in order to get their way. We've all been there guys. Uh, while parents are, are, are struck with, with the single response of no, um, the larger your repertoire of behaviors, the more responsive, uh, the more, or sorry, the more persuasive you'll be. Uh, so learn to be flexible, learn to be like clay, learn to, you know, it was, we used to call it, you say in the, in, in the military, Semper Gumby, uh, always flexible, right? I'll, I'm willing to adapt, uh, overcome and change, right? Number 16, learn to transfer energy. Some people drain us of our energy, my gosh, holy geez, do some people ever drain us of our energy, while others infuse us with it. The most persuasive people know how to transfer their energy to others to motivate and invigorate them. Sometimes it's as straightforward as eye contact, physical touch, laughter, uh, excitement and verbal responses, or just active listening. Some, okay, so some, some of these you got to be careful with. Uh, when we're talking about in the workplace, physical touch. Okay, physical touch, fist bump, handshake, uh, you know, maybe a, a, a little little fist bump on the shoulder or whatever. Just be very, very careful. Um, <laughs> make sure that uh, you're not going to get taken to HR for some inappropriate type, type stuff. Uh, you guys know what I'm saying. I'm not even going to get into that um active listening active listening is very very important eye contact body language facial expressions be careful with all of those because if you're talking to somebody and you're shrugging your shoulders or you're yawning or you're looking at your watch constantly or you pull your phone out guess what they're they're gonna think you don't give a shit and if that's the case why should they listen to you why they're not gonna believe you're persuasive they're just gonna be like well you know you know, I must be wasting this guy's time because he's more interested in surfing face surfing Facebook as he's talking to me than than, than he's listening to me. So just remember that, okay. Learn to transfer energy. Good en- good energy uh, is often met with good energy. Bad energy is same thing. Often met with bad energy. All right, number seventeen. Communicating clearly is key. If you can't explain your concept or point of view to an eighth grader such that they could explain it with sufficient clarity to another adult. It's too complicated, guys. The art of persuasion lies in simplifying something down to its core and communicating to others what they really care about. If you have a task and you're trying to get people to do said task, make sure at the very, very junior level of the organization, people can pick up a piece of paper or they can read a text message and say, okay, boom, this is what the boss meant. Got it. I can I can totally execute this, okay? Make sure you are communicating clearly. Most people don't, and that's, that's a point of frustration for teams because the worst thing in the world is when you give directives or instructions and your team's like, I have no idea what the hell the old man wants us to do. It doesn't make sense. Don't get caught in that trap, okay? Number 18, being prepared gives you the advantage. Your starting point should always be to know more about the people and situations around you. Meticulous preparation allows for effective persuasion. For example, you dramatically improve your odds in a job interview being completely versed in the company's products, services, and background. I can tell you this. One of the most extensive interview processes I've ever been with is the, is my current company. It's uh, I will tell you, it, it humbled me. And it was um, it was definitely a learning experience to, to the point where I I, th- I thought I failed I completely thought I failed that interview, and uh, lo and behold, you know I, I was able to uh, I was able to get hired on and and uh, you know do some great things and continuing to learn and better myself. But I will tell you preparation. Preparation does give you the advantage. You're gonna want to do your homework, folks. You're gonna want to do your homework, especially if you are trying to get that team of teams to do the things you need them to do. All right, stick with me. We got three more. We're almost done. Number nineteen: detach and stay calm in conflict. All right, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, get real with you here in a minute. Detach. And stay calm in conflict. Nobody is more effective when they are on tilt. In situations of heightened emotion, you'll always have the most leverage by staying calm, detached, and unemotional. In conflict, people turn to those in control of their emotions and trust them in those moments to lead them. In conflict, people turn to those in control of their emotions and trust them in those moments to lead them. Guys, gals, I've always said that you know what? If you freak out, your team is going to freak out. They're going to lose faith and they're going to lose trust in you. If the walls are burning down around you, yes, is it hard to stay calm? You, you, hey, you bet your ass it is, because you're, you know, you're responsible for a team of people. You don't want them to get hurt. You want them to be safe, but. Being cool, calm, and collective in situations of crisis—you can command a room that way. You can command a team that way. They look to you for strength. They look to you for courage. If 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 the boss is like that, if he's stoic and he's able to direct and lead, everything else will fall into place. You're not going to have a bunch of you're not going to have a bunch of teammates running around like chickens without a head. Okay. Detach and stay calm in conflict. Super-duper important. Super-duper important, okay? Because you don't want your team to lose faith in you. You know, you don't want to say, you know, well, shit. Every time the shit hits the fan, Santos goes crazy. He goes and, you know, he goes and hides in a trailer and sucks his thumb in a corner for an hour. You know, that, hell no. It's not on my watch. All right, number 20. Use anger purposefully. I'll tell you what, I, I had to read this one a couple of times because... I have a nuclear switch and, uh, it's not pretty when it, when it, when it gets flicked on. Um, so most people are uncomfortable with conflict. Uh, I am not, I see conflict out. Um, that's, that's just my, that's just my personal thing. Okay. Uh, if you're willing to escalate a situation to a heightened level of tension and conflict in many cases, others will back down again, be careful. Because what did I say? There's always somebody bigger and stronger than you, and somebody that's done their homework just a little bit more than you, and you'll get squashed like a bug if you're not if you're not careful. Use this sparingly, and don't do it from an emotional place or due to a loss uh, loss of self control. Um, but uh, you know, do remember you can use anger purposely for your advantage. I, this one's a touchy one, guys. I, I will tell you. It's, it's super 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 touchy um again you know use this sparingly don't do it from an emotional place or 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 due to a loss of self control what does that mean don't lose your shit um i unfortunately that that's that one's come back to bite me in the ass because uh, i'm a very type a person uh you know i've often been called a type capital a and uh sometimes that's all that's a little hard to to keep in check um, I would say if, if you if you're gonna be angry about something and you want to use that as a, as a persuasive technique, you, you use it more as kind of like an irritability. because um, uh, sometimes you can you can really destroy a person or you can dr- destroy a team by completely coming unglued. And let's just face it, it's not professional. Um, I have had to go back and, and apologize for some things uh, because, I was a little too aggressive when I should have used a little bit more finesse, okay? So, you know, speaking from experience. All right, the last one, number 21, confidence and certainty. There is no quality as compelling, intoxicating, and, and attractive as certainty. It is the person who has the unbridled sense of certainty that will always be able to persuade others. If you, you know, if you really believe in what you do, you'll always be able to persuade others to do what's right for them while getting what you want in return. It's that cool, composed, poised, confident leader that, you know what, you, uh, you may not know everything, everything that's going on, but, but that's perfectly okay. Uh, because as so long as you're confident about it, you know, we can figure this out as a team together. That makes sense? Uh, so, uh, you know, always be, always be confident and certain in what you're doing and 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 um, be respectful while doing so um, it's it like I said that 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 is a very intoxicating and attractive quality in a leader and people are more apt to be persuaded by you because in the event you know in the end that's what we're that's what we're all trying to do we're trying to get that team to climb that mountain we're trying to get that team to run a marathon and oh by the way time's ticking right we need those metrics and we need those metrics right now so that's a uh, that's, that's an effective way to do that. All right, guys, way to hang. All right, so so what did we do today? Um, we broke down some subtopics and, and ideas that could aid us all in persuading our teams to do things that may not be the most fun or glorious tasks. However, if persuaded properly, with respect, caring, and some and support from you, the leader, your bidding will be done to standard, and have the effect, and have a great effect on the organization as a whole. Okay, your you know your teams don't have to like what they're doing all the time. Uh, you know, it'd be unrealistic if you expected them to. I mean, seriously, come on. They, you, you yourself don't like everything that you do every single day. But if you generally care about, um, uh, if you generally care about and for your teams, uh, you know, are willing to roll your sleeves up and kind of share in the grit and give sincere appreciation for their hard work. Persuading them to do things that are not pleasant will get a little easier over time. Okay, it's going to take time, going to take trust, going to take some 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 building blocks of exercises, but it will get easier. You just have to be consistent. All right. Remember, there you know there are no metrics to be had if we don't have great teammates that are willing to work you know that are willing to work hard to get us those metrics. Uh, you know, I I can't say that enough. You put your team first, the metrics will come. Yes, you have to do a little bit of explaining, a little breaking down to your teams, but if you treat your team like human beings with dignity, care, and respect, if you have their back, those metrics are gonna climb. I promise you they will. Yeah, you, know, you just have to, you have to be that type of person that inspires. And uh, you know, we're talking about persuasion. They just have to do that, okay? All right, you know, as always, check me out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Leave me a voicemail or text to my Google voice number at 509-255-3659. Guys, we all have lives. We all have things that, uh, you know, get us down. Unfortunately, failure and grief and frustration. That's all part of life. Um, you know, those are those are some pretty pretty hard lessons to learn, and that's all part of life. Uh, there are going to be bad days you want to quit. There are going to be days that, you know, you want to throw in the towel what I'm asking you to do is look at the people that are in your corner. Look at the ones that when the dust settles and the chaos has subsided, uh, they are still standing with you shoulder to shoulder. Those are the true heroes. Those are the people you want to sit in a foxhole with. Uh, and, and those are the ones that clearly get it. You know, they didn't quit on themselves. They didn't quit on you. They did, however, Charlie Mike. By now.